mean, we're all creative and, you know, not everybody's a singer, not everyone's a songwriter, but there's something in each of us. And the act of creating this EP has been the most rewarding creative thing I've done so far in my life. And so I think where you can tap into your creativity, regardless of what it is, like you gotta do it. Hey, welcome back everybody to another episode of Clarity Cafe. I'm here with my Clarity sister, Barb, and a new honorary Clarity sister, Woohoo! Stag. In the house, Woof Stag in the house. Woo! What up everyone? We have an epic story for you today about transforming trauma and pain and life experiences into a creative endeavor. It's like the phoenix out of the ash. So excited to talk about that today. And uh, I want to just kick it off because what's so cool about what Jackie Wolfstang has done is she took that pain and she's processed it in many ways, but she did something she'd never done before, which is create an album. So, uh, Jackie, tell us a little bit about how you, what was that spark in your mind that said, I know what I'm going to do with this big baggage. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to make music. We've talked about small, (laughs) medium, and large size baggages. I'd say this one was a trunk trunk size. size. I checked my baggage at the gate. Mm -hmm. Um, Wow. Well, it, it seems simple now because there's a product, there's an EP called Daddy Wounds, coming out May 31st. And it's almost finished, but never finished, as we all know. Hmm. Um, however, the the process, I mean, I'm in my late 30s, so it took just about that long to spark the the fire, if you will, about a year ago, or let's say during COVID. I took a long road trip back to Texas and had a ukulele with me. And if anyone's done that drive, you understand how much road there is <laughs> and time. And <laughs> I just started playing and picking and singing. I've been a singer my whole life. My father, who's passed, the main guy in Daddy Wounds, he was a singer-songwriter as well. So music's always been in my family. I was writing when I was a teenager and a young girl, but I stopped for, um, I stopped because I received a lot of criticism from men, shockingly, about singing and about creating. And uh, I stopped to play the corporate game for about 15 years and I succeeded. And I won a little bit at that game. And into my 30s, symptoms of not dealing with my childhood trauma, not getting it out um, and suppressing my creative fire symptoms of doing that started to really like pile on. I've always been a little bit sad, which is fine, but uh, I was getting angry a lot. I was lashing out physically, occasionally getting violent. And I realized, well, if I want to break the cycle, and really unpack this stuff, I'm going to have to do something. So I started a series of, you know, many things, uh, diet, 
getting the the gut biome right, figuring out what was going on inside medically and physiologically, but also did some a lot of ketamine therapy. And I'm also lucky enough to have people in my life. All my friends and my best friends are either in love with music in the same way I am or they're singers themselves. So the last five years have been around that. So I think a combination of getting myself right, doing the work every single day, being disciplined about it. Ketamine therapy helped a lot. And uh, uh, my good friend Barb helped a lot. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then having had a, having creative people around me. And then also just like becoming real with myself about the, the ticking of the, the clock that we all know and we all hear. And uh, not being willing to be one of those people that just like didn't do it because it was too late or she's too old or whatever. So I did it. Yikes. Well done. I just have to say, you know, I've known you, Jackie, for for several years and have always admired your singing and dancing and your overall creativity and uh, watching this process has been and, and participating in whatever small ways that that contributed has been one of the highlights of my last couple of years and seeing this seeing this product come to fruition and seeing that creative process has been amazing and really inspiring. And so I'm super excited that we're sharing it today uh, with our Clarity family because it's it's an important one to recognize that we all have all these gifts and being able to really own them is an act of courage and, and uh, you know, take the trauma and the baggage that we carry with us from our childhood and bring it into present time through creativity is is really a a noble endeavor. And, uh, you know, I want to give a big shout out and, you know, the, of the, the first songs already dropped and, you know, have been like super enjoying it and seeing other people enjoy it. And so I think when the whole album comes out at the end of the month, it's going to be a real treat for everybody. Thank you, Queen. Yeah. I, and I want to say to the Clarity Cafe family, I mean, on the topic of tapping into that creativity, I mean, so much of, I think what makes human special, homo sapiens, homo whatever, whatever we evolved to after sapien, um, (laughs) (laughs) has to do with tapping into that creativity. And it's, it's so easy to forget when you're not feeling good because you're unhealthy because of whatever is going on in your body, but also because of the criticism you might receive within yourself or from people around you to not not do something. I mean, we're all creative and you know, not everybody's a singer, not everyone's a songwriter, but there's something in each of us and just the act of creating this EP has been the most rewarding creative thing I've done so far in my life. And it was the first time I really had free reign with no interruptions from a business owner or a boss or whatever to get involved in. And I think it's been wildly rewarding. And I truly believe, I mean, most people love music, right? Most people understand what that thing is. And it's also really easy to make music these days. The barrier to entry is low. And so I think where you can tap into your creativity, 
regardless of what it is, like you got to do it to help yourself, but also help the species um, evolve, not to get too meta about it, but <laughs> it's, imp- it's important, man. Like we, we're trying to evolve here. <laughs> There's so many great points that you just brought up that I, I want to go back to a couple because there's this concept about, you know, many of us have had these wounds or these pains and things that have happened when we were younger. Uh, some of us is still happening. And without realizing it can really define us and limit us. And so just even the nature of separating a little bit from it and saying, you know what, those things happened those messages that were given to me happened, but I don't necessarily have to be defined and limited by it. And I don't have to take all of that into my future, even just for our Clarity fam that might be listening to this and saying, okay, yeah, I've got this big load of baggage, multiple trunks, (laughs) and I don't know what to do with, and they're kind of piled all around me. First step is just acknowledging that it's there and then realizing that there's not a single right or wrong way to move past these things and that healing is a process. And what I love about getting some distance and some perspective that we have a choice is we get to take that choice back that we might not have had when these things were happening. So that ability to say, oh, I have a choice on how I deal with this and now I want to process it. So just, you know, for those of you who might be listening and if you're feeling a little squirmy because this is bringing up some feels, you know, just take a deep breath. We're here with you. We've all got them. All three of us have bigger stories that can fit into a little podcast. But I just want to acknowledge that some of this might be hitting a little bit you know, home and take a deep breath and tell your body it's safe. We're just going on a mental journey and a mental conversation about how do we transform that? And I think, you know, Jackie, it's beautiful. You have, you've got many talents. You've got music winding through. You've got the therapeutic aspect of music. You're very aware of the power of music, which is the last podcast we recorded. Mm -hmm. (laughs) actually called The Power of Music, so this is perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, And and then, you know, recognizing for those of you who are listening to this story and and thinking, well, I'm not into music or I don't feel that power so much for myself, there may be other things. We all process in different ways. Some of us are in therapy. Some of us are finding a sport that we love doing. For me, my church for a long time was running. I was in the church of running, man. It was my dogs. It was being in the woods and just getting lost up there with water and some snacks for as long as I could go. So, And I think what I love about your story, Jackie, is you're telling the story of someone who, you know, you talked about being in corporate and doing these other things. And so sometimes in life, I feel like we get pigeonholed into, it has to be one box. You have to be a musician, or you have to be a corporate person, or you have to be a thing, a particular thing. And there's only, you know, right ways to do this. And so I want to kind of share with our listeners that resonating that, no, it doesn't. You don't have to be one thing. You could be lots of things. And how we process our our past and how we define and design our future 
can change. So yeah. And this is that point for you, right? Where you just said, you know what, forget those messages of I can't do this, right? Yeah. I mean, so many of those messages were coming from myself. Mm. And I think having a father who wasn't, well, he was telling himself those messages and he wasn't encouraging of me. But I mean, he, he didn't fit into a box. I don't fit into a box, never have, never will. I mean, hit the trauma of of losing him in my 20s the way I did. He was in jail and, and took his own life in a brutal, brutal way in jail, not to mention being in jail for a brutal, brutal reason. You know, that took me, it happened and then took me 15 years to to get to a point where I could write songs about it in, and in a way that was, I think, and I hope, a little bit lighthearted. Um, Because the way I see it is we can have these things that are deeply painful, that are A, a part of life and the human experience, but are also like, it's not fun. (laughs) It's not fun to feel pain that's so deep in this way all the time. But we can feel it and not get stuck in it. So my choice was to live in this circular idea that I had a shitty father, which is such a relatable story. And I could be angry about it and I could blame him and be a victim, even in spite of the horrendous, terrible things he's done to other people and himself or that he did. Or I could process it, find the lessons, and then hopefully a little bit of humor in there so that I don't have to get stuck because I'm not going to get stuck for him. That's not going to break any cycle for my child or for anyone around me. And so to your point... Callie about, you know, it might not be music, but this is about storytelling. Um, And I'm using music as a medium. But that's what, again, that's what we do. As humans, we sit around and we tell stories. I don't know about you guys, but just getting, getting the lead out, just getting it out of the body is in itself wildly healing. So powerful to speak our truths, right? Just to be in community and speak our truth. And that is a major healer of the human being (laughs) space, just humans being, being in our truth, being in all of it. That's just so incredibly powerful. So I just want to ask of all the songs, because I haven't heard all the songs you said because they're not quite released. What was the most fun for you to write? Which one was the one that you just like, oh, loved writing this? And uh, oh, man, I know it's hard. Honestly, all of them. I I wrote this with a, a wonderful woman named SJ, and we wrote each song in a day, half a day each. So the writing process was easy and amazing. I think if I had to choose one, it'd be Grandpa Jack, which is um, <laughs> Grandpa Jack was the the a patriarch of my family. He was a a character. He wore a, a tall polyester suit and a cowboy hat and shiny boots and a bolero tie and a and an eye patch the entire time I knew him. I used to clean his eyeball when I was young because he lost his eye in the war. And um, and he was a salesman and he sold me, you know, this idea of Christianity and in, in, in America in the in the 80s and 90s. And while I don't subscribe to that um, mythology today, 
I still love him and uh, understand why he did that. So it was really fun to play with the dichotomy of loving the character, the main character, but also not loving what the main character did. And and, and I, I mean, the whole record is really about that dichotomy of like happiness and anger, sadness and pain, but also comedy. I mean, it really is a dark comedy. So Grandpa Jack is like, is super fun. And and the hook is my Grandpa Jack sold me Jesus. And and we, we tried to make it as um, gospel-y as we could and get a, a big chorale sound in there. Because ultimately, like, who doesn't, who doesn't love gospel like choir music and that vibe of everybody singing and for for like a moment in time or an hour every week there's a room full of people who all agree on one thing which doesn't happen <laughs> ever especially now that's what music gives us you know especially live music that's it absolutely so can we talk about bad habit since that's oh, what yeah. i have heard <laughs> what a fun story there oh so fun Oh, man. I fell in love with a clown. I really did. It was really fun. (laughs) Can I pause just for a second there to all? So this song, Bad Habit, so fun. But like for all of us out there who have ever fallen in love with a clown, this song just resonates. (laughs) It just resonates. So, um, yeah, let's take a moment. And uh, exhale for all the clowns we've we've uh, loved and let go of. <laughs> I bet you there's a few of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bad habit is just is is congregating about that that experience that we all of us have had, falling in love with somebody who was extremely charming and charismatic and funny, but falling in lust. Let's say. And then the the pain and sorrow that often comes along with that lustful experience, which is fleeting and and doesn't tend to last very long. And he was um he was a an he, he went to clown school, so he was an actual clown. He dressed like a clown, but <laughs> and, and he he was in the he was in the music the music scene and the production scene. And so back in the day when I used to do gigs, that's when I met him. And we used to go backstage and hang out with rock stars. And drink whiskey and dive bars, as they say in the song, and and he rocked my world and stole all my money <laughs> at some <laughs> at some point. Um, but I have a lot of, of, you know what? I got a song out of it, and so it's really, it's really again about like taking the dip with the sorrow, but like never staying there, never staying at the bottom because like why? You can't. You got to rise back up. And one thing I love about about bad habit and about the whole clown is that the universe like sent you that message that humor is the way to get through that and get out of that. And it couldn't have been brought to you more clearly, like in your face, here's a big red nose, right? It's like a perfect analogy for what we're sort of looking at. Because in a way, we're all kind of clowns in the circus, right? Oh, man, aren't we? And then I think that's what a lot of the clown behavior or the essence of a clown, that's what they're trying to portray in a vaudevillian way or a circus kind of way is that like making comedy out of sadness and always, always find the happy as my, my friend, Dr. Matt Cook said to me one time, find the funny in it. Find the funny in it. hundred percent. Find the happy. 
because at the at the end of the day, you know, that's that's where we end up, you know, once we kind of dig out all the the grief and sorrow. Um, we get to we get to find underneath there the cosmic joke of it all that we're all just in this we're on this world for a fleeting time no matter how long we live and uh, we might as well be having fun along the way so find that fun in your day even if it's just to call up your girlfriends and listen to a song I recommend listening to Bad Habit. Yeah, please do, please do. In fact, I've seen some good TikToks about bad habit of people getting into your songs, so that's cool. Oh, man, TikTok, the whole social media thing. I don't know how healthy that is, but, you know, I I know that making music is healthy and and then marketing, it's a totally different animal. That's it, absolutely. Well, uh, so for those of you listening, got some key messages today. One, Acknowledge the pain, acknowledge that it's there, and also know that it's not you. It doesn't have to define you, and you get to choose whether you bring it with you into the present moment and the moment after that. And if you're ready to put that baggage down, get help, have a process, make it your own. There will be creativity as you transform that pain into something that can fuel you and bring you joy in life. And uh, along the way, you may find a few giggles because the most obnoxious, absurd of this human life situation can be really quite funny. So (laughs) find your joy and find Wolf Stang. Yeah. Daddy Wounds dropping May 31st. Yes, ma'am. I think we're definitely going to want to have you back for another podcast because I'm hearing some fun topics in there. So stay tuned, Clarity Fam. And uh, as always, take what works, leave what doesn't. And uh, if you hear something that is resonating with you, share it with the people around you. Change the conversation. Change the vibe. And until next time, be well. <laughs>